I have a secret. I wore the wrong foundation for years. Then I discovered Il Maquillage, the boldest new brand in beauty. With 20,000 five-star reviews and 50 shades of flawless coverage, their Woke Up Like This foundation is a bestseller for a reason. It's tough buying foundation online, but their Power Match quiz matched me perfectly. And with Try Before You Buy, you can try your shade free for 14 days. Take the quiz at ilmakiage.com slash quiz. That's I-L-M-A-K-I-A-G-E dot com slash quiz. We want to be. <laughs> we want to be better. We need to be better. We, we want to be, be better. No, no. no, it didn't work. <laughs> okay. We, we want, want to, to be, be better. better. Hi everyone, this is just a disclaimer that (laughs) the episode you are about to listen to was recorded on Friday. Today is currently Sunday and Annie and I are recording a post part for the episode because the episode is about Miley Cyrus (laughs) and we just found out today that she's left Liam Hemsworth. So... Oh my God. So we're like being so topical. It's like breaking news. <laughs> it is breaking news. Yeah. But yes, yeah, so we did do an episode on Miley, which we're now adding yeah. a supplement. Look, some people do an emergency podcast for like Brexit mm. and Trump Ooh, yeah. and like, you know, mm. humanitarian crisis. Yeah. This is a really serious one though, because yeah. it is it's Miley, Miley Cyrus. Like, yes. Yeah. But make sure that you stick around um, to the end of the episode because we're just going to give you a few post- <laughs> details on how you feel about them breaking up, Bianca. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We'll see you on the other side. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, bye. It's you ready? So hot in here, yeah. It's not, it's freezing. I just cranked it to like 26 degrees. I think it's because I'm right under the vent or something. Oh, yeah, that'd be Yeah, right. I'm just going to take, it's too hot. All right. Yeah. Yeah, that's all right. It's like, it's too hot. To have the arms in, but mm. that's all right. Yeah, this is a good balance. Oh, so no, you're not taking your not. top off? Just yeah. take. <laughs> I don't want to take it all off, but. So you wore the Miley top for the episode? I didn't. I didn't know we were going to do standing. Oh, this is so embarrassing. Is it? I wear this shirt a lot. Okay. <laughs> Come on. Um, aren't you going to Are you going to fucking take your jumper off? No, this is, I can't take it all off. <laughs> okay. Oh, actually, no, I'll put my jacket on. Yeah, all right. Go, yeah, that's good. It's less. Do you know I am recording? We'll just start from here, hey? Oh, like a little, yeah, oh. little candid <laughs> oh, oh, fight <laughs> before we start. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I didn't know that we were starting. Sorry. Um, yeah. Oh, look start, who entered the start. room, the person with dog blindness. Oh, we've got Liam in the studio. Yeah. Uh, we about Miley? Okay, uh, Liam. We're recording. Would you mind? We're talking about you, not, not to, to you. <laughs> yeah. I love you. When we're in here, we're not yeah. home. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Miley's bulldog Oh, yeah. Miley is a bulldog supporter. Yeah, of course yeah. she we're is. We're getting there. Could you well, just. Yeah. You're not the producer of the show. Yeah. Leave. <laughs> okay. Do you want a coffee? Yeah, I'll have a coffee this time. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Sorry to everyone that's just listening. Yeah. Um, this is a very professional, very professional podcast. Since coming to our house, it's a little bit different. I know. I'm wearing so, Ugg boots today. It's great. So relaxed. Yeah. I rolled out of bed. I like, know. I'm just sitting in the chair. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, so that guy, let's talk about him now. He's left. Oh, okay. So Liam Piggin, your husband. Yeah. I, do, I am constantly baffled why I'm married. Oh my God. I know for love. I love love. Like you married him for love. 
Yeah. Like, obviously yeah. not convenient. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no, I married him for love and love does really weird things to you because mm. I found out this week that I think I'm making this up and I'm totally not no. sure if this is a thing, mm. but I think he's got dog blindness. Oh, no, it's definitely a thing. I mean, face blindness is a thing where you can't differentiate one face from the next and yeah. that is exactly what yeah. Liam Picken has. I He's got dog oh, blindness. I don't even really know what to say about it. I'm so – I'm kind of angry yeah. because I love animals so much and I don't understand – how he doesn't know anything. So the only dog he can identify is a Chinese crested and even then yeah. sometimes. So That's only because we've got Chinese For crested. people listening at home, which again is everybody, so um, <laughs> Annie has a book of all dog breeds with pictures mm. and a description of the dog um, and their temperament, things like that. And Annie was going through the book and Liam literally did not know a single dog. And I am not very good at knowing dogs, but I know a few. I, I didn't yeah. realise that I was actually good at it until I did it against Liam. Yeah. But he couldn't tell, like just to give some background, didn't know what a pug was. No, no. The one that got me, Bianca, the one that fucking got me <laughs> was it was a poodle with a poodle cut, you know, like a that traditional, traditional poodle, poodle yeah. cut. I said, what's this? And he said, so he only knows the names of two so he knows Chinese crested and then he knows – because we've got them. Yeah. And then he knows two names, German shepherds and blue healers. Doesn't even know what a German shepherd or a blue Not healer sure looks like. Are. I showed him a poodle and he said – Blue healer. <laughs> I am, I am like, so, and it, this is like, he's not even doing it to wind me up. No, he genuinely I, doesn't know. If there was like a gun to his head or, and he was taken <laughs> hostage and they said, identify this dog and they showed him a Labrador because I'm not joking. He yeah. doesn't know what a Labrador is. No, I know. And, I know. and he, oh, wait, sorry. The other thing he answers to everything is, oh, that's a lassie dog. No, it's not, Liam. <laughs> it actually isn't. You don't, you clearly didn't watch the show. Why are you saying Lassie dog? <laughs> he knows that there was a famous dog called Lassie. Yeah. That's all he knows. He doesn't know what it looks like. That's it. <laughs> he doesn't know. He couldn't even understand that a Great Dane was a large dog. Like, Yeah, the great part is usually oh, that's what. Oh, <laughs> B. Oh, B. Yeah. I'm, He's got dog blindness. I, I'm angry. Yeah, it's very strange. It's funny when you find out something about your partner that you didn't know before yeah and it kind of takes back and you think how did we get together and how did I not learn that about you yeah yeah I found out something weird about you last night actually oh did you yeah um what yeah just going from uh having a bitch about my husband to a bitch about my friend (laughs) (laughs) Um, so uh I Marie Kondo'd uh Liam's wardrobe which I found out is a massive mistake because you meant to do your own stuff yeah, you know, you have to do it yourself, otherwise it doesn't work. Yeah, well, yeah. I did it because I'm a sucker and I mm. couldn't look at his side of the wardrobe anymore. So anyway, did it. But he is that bad. Like he has three T-shirts on rotation because he just doesn't care at all about mm. what he's wearing or anything like that. So all the rest of them had little moth ball, um, little moth holes. Oh, they had moth holes. Yeah, he yeah. just, you know, really let them eat them. Yeah. And then. So I went down the street and I, because I'm a loser that doesn't want to hurt insects. You know, when we have an ant infestation, I am seen just asking them to leave. I know. You're like, would you please. mind shifting, please? Yeah, just get the crumbs and like I've put them outside. I've seen it, yes. Um, but I didn't want to kill any moths, so I bought that moth. What is that moth? 
Mothballs. Yeah, is it called mothballs? Well, they're balls. They just to deter moths. So yeah, I think that's what they call them. I cannot believe the smell. I it love is the disgusting. Smell. I told you I love the smell. I swear I've spoken about it this on the podcast. I love the smell of mothballs. I don't understand. Anyway, um, Palmer last night had a very good reason to that, and that was because you've got a moth phobia. And he's like, he was like, yeah, you know, the smell for her is the smell of safety. It is. <laughs> it is the smell of safety. Mm-hmm. I love it. Oh, no moths are around when it there's mothballs present. Disgusting. But the smell is actually nice. Like I no. didn't know what the smell was my whole life. I just had smelt it and been like, well, that's nice. A bit of a potpourri, and then it's not at all. And then no, I know, but it's like a potpourri that I would want. Because I like the smell. If you start smelling like that, I don't think I can sit in this room <laughs> with you anymore to record. Yeah, I'm actually disappointed because you said that when I come over today, the whole house will smell of mothballs. So as I was coming up the stairs, I was like, and I'm burning candles. And there was no smell of mothballs. I got so disappointed. Because I'm burning candles. Look. And because I hate the Everyone smell. Everyone likes different things. Yeah, do you know what? I probably hate them because I I don't want the moths. Oh, you to go welcome away. the moths. I like moths. Yeah, you like the moths. <laughs> yeah. No, I like them. I yeah. think they're great. So anyway, I, I stand you. Yeah. It's okay. I will still be your friend. So today we're talking about standing, which I'm sure if you're a, if you've used the internet in the past few years, you would know that the term "stan" is mm. what you say when you're like a crazily obsessed fan of someone. Yeah, and the term there's two but things. It's like it's used in sort of a hyperbolic, ironic way now, like in the way that you just like love someone so much like and you're not it's not in the creepy way where you're gonna write them a love letter in your own blood and send it to them like it's oh, not are you saying that to, that's a deterrent not to do that <laughs> have you done that <laughs> no 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 but yeah you know you'd be like, it's I like stand that so hard yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so that's yeah. what and uh we were gonna just discuss so there's two things stan is like st is for stalker and the an is for fan so it's stan but there's also the Eminem song Stan, which is about a crazed fan. So we don't know if Eminem has actually coined the term Stan and that's why he named the character Stan in the song or if it's just a coincidence. I did not even know this information well, until about five minutes <laughs> before we turned these yeah. microphones on. I had no idea. I just oh, thought yeah. it was Stan was the guy's name in the song. Yes, it is. But it's like a pun. No, I actually don't know. I don't know if it's like Eminem birthed this, the term Stan or if it's just a coincidence <laughs> that stalker fan also means Stan. I don't know. It's interesting. Okay. So we don't know, but obviously I am a Stan for Miley. Mm. Um, and it's stressful being a Stan, if I'm being honest. It's actually a very stressful. So I I think you need to help me with this. Okay. Do I need? I think I need to find someone to stand. I well, don't I'm right here. <laughs> mm, yeah. Hey, there would be people that stand you. A no, a hundred percent. You'd have some stands out. I there. would have far more people excited to watch me fall. No. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, sure. I would like to see you fall over, but that's not – that's why I keep asking you to go ice skating with me. But, but yeah. I'm good at it. I'm really good at it. But, yeah, so, no, I reckon – So you don't have a stand. You, I want to be better. At you know, hence the podcast name. Oh, yeah, At standing. Yeah. I don't – I just don't get it. I feel like there's – it's just too much pressure on an individual, like oh, too much of an investment mm. in one person. i got to tell you, it putting is. Putting all your – you know, eggs or 
whatever into their their one basket. I just think that's way too much pressure on one person. I think, and but the thing is, you never go into a stand expecting to stand. So for me, for Miley, because someone actually asked me the other day, like, you stand Miley pretty hard, but aren't you too old? And I thought, <laughs> yeah, but it's true because I was older than the Disney Hannah Montana era. Like, I was actually relatively grown up. But she's of our age, isn't she? She oh, she's is. Younger. She is like no, she's 20. Our age. She's like a year under you, under me, yeah. yeah. So, like, I wasn't in the era of growing up with Hannah Montana, but mm-hmm. – I did like it. I didn't sit down and watch it on Saturday Disney every day, but I'd see it and be like, oh, yeah, it's all right. But it was the thing for me, I think when Miley came out with her breakout album, you know, Meet Miley Cyrus, um, she had some bangers on that, I'm not going to lie. Seven Things, Can't Wait to See You Again. Okay, we don't need to go through everything. <laughs> but at I'm that sorry, point. I'm just going to hold you up. This is not, this is not coming, becoming a podcast on all the things that Miley's No, done. no, I'm just saying. So at that point, though, I really was like, oh, you know, I like these songs, but it was kind of like I had to listen to them in secret because she was like this Disney star. It's almost like, you know, people would listen to Call Me Maybe by Kylie Rae Jepsen, ironically, because they didn't want to admit that they actually liked it. Do you know what I mean? I liked it. Oh, but maybe I'm just a loser. So oh, that's 100%. Why I, yeah. um, no, so I didn't actually go into standing Miley thinking I'm going to stand her. Mm. I just really liked her. And then it was when Bangers came out that it really took off for me. And I, and then from then on I've just been a stan and she's been there for me. She's one of the most important she's people. She's been there for me. She has. Yeah. What do you – like? She has see, been there for me. Yeah, see, this is the thing that I find fascinating is that people love on them so hard that – they really do almost feel their presence, yeah? A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, Miley is a, a big part of my life. And it, I'm so creeped out. But and okay, kids, no, different. I'm trying to take – like I yeah. am trying to take this seriously because I think mm. that um, whatever helps people in life, that's so good. Yeah. I just, <laughs> I just wish I had something like that because I feel like I am constantly let down. Like <laughs> specifically, I feel like – especially in this whole Me Too era and stuff, mm. I, I've – have you ever had that feeling where you're like, I just can't be invested in liking any men? Like I know it sounds so stupid no, and I know that I know that that's not, you know, hashtag not all men and all of that stuff, but like the bloody Dalai Lama mm. the other week was in trouble for being a pain, like, you know, doing something and mm. and – Jeffrey Rush and yeah. all of this stuff that's come out. And, of course, you know, allegations and whatever and what's right. And like, but it is just a scary time to – For men. For, no, oh, God, no, that's not what I'm trying to say. It's to, just a scary – it's just scary – not a scary time. It's just a scary thing to expect so much from some person. Yeah, I, I think I can be a fan. Mm-hmm. I'm a massive fan of so many things. Mm. But, yeah, I think like the thing with standing, right, is that people like these people so much that they're willing to change their own beliefs for their stand. For example, this is a very light example, but you and I had this have this thing about white cowboy boots. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I'm going to go with the white cowboy boots I, again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I... I we're not fans of them. Oh, no, no, definitely and not. And it's taken off as this ridiculous it's a trend, trend everywhere, yeah. white cowboy boots. Yeah, white cowboy boots. And at festivals particularly, which is the strangest place, that's the last place you want to wear a yeah. white cowboy boot in my opinion. And I think it maybe just is a throwback to my country roots where I 
I'm probably not a fan of people wearing um, cowboy boots casually anyway because cowboy boots to me are things you wear on the farm, but that's okay. But white cowboy boots defeats the purpose of wearing a cowboy boot because it's going to get dirty oh, is your I just thing. keep thinking of it in cow shit, which is funny also because when it comes to fashion, it's not like I can get up on my high horse and say – that's not practical. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm the least practical person yes. when it comes to fashion. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. There's just something about it I don't like. Anyway, we both agreed on this mm-hmm. passionately, yeah. so passionately. Mm-hmm. And then I get a message mm-hmm. the next like week and you're yeah. like, change my mind on the whole white cowboy yeah. boots. You flicked a photo over to me of Miley yeah. wearing white cowboy boots and you're like, no, nope, like them now. No. See, I can't get past that. So, okay, first of all. I think Miley looks good in white cowboy boots, but I still am not a fan of them. <laughs> so like, I, she can wear them. That's fine. You said. I said oh, all I'm of a sudden. Yeah, I was like, oh, all of a sudden. Yeah, if you can't tell that I have a sarcastic tone, then I, I don't know how we're going to work. The thing that I would just like to bring up with this, obviously we posted this on social media and we had a laugh about it. And my mother-in-law, bless her, I can't deal replied to that and said, why are you and Annie having a fight over this? That's ridiculous. And she got really and she got distressed. really distressed. And I thought, oh, but it then is a joke. she immediately took your side and started bitching about me. Yeah, she did. Which was fucking yeah. harsh, Leslie. <laughs> okay. In the same breath, <laughs> she started bitching Fuck about you. Like she chose her side so fast. Yeah. First, the first thing she said was, are the boots vegan? And I said, well, yeah, Miley's vegan, so of course they are. And then she goes, well, then what's Annie's problem? This is ridiculous. <laughs> <And> then, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Annie wears we're plastic and I was said, like, oh, yeah, Annie wears it. She doesn't throw it in the ocean, so I don't know what you're – I was like, yeah, can you back down because she is still my best friend. No, I don't. Yeah. Uh, this was a sarcastic fight yeah. that we were putting on the internet. No, but I, like the thing is with standing, look, um, yes, Miley has 100% been there for me in so many ways and in every phase of my life mm. she has sort of changed and grown – alongside me and like for example bangers is you know an album and she's just broken up with Liam so it's a lot of Mm. like breakups and at that time I was going through a breakup so like every song was just speaking directly to my soul and she got me through that breakup like Miley really did and at the same time as well during that era I would dress like Miley I would have like long fake white nails like Miley in the Wrecking Ball film clip like I was very much a Miley fan. And then uh, her new album came out, which was Miley and Her Dead Pets. And at that point, I'll never forget the first time I listened to it. I listened to the Twinkle song and I just met Palmer. I was about two weeks into meeting Palmer. And that album's so different. And I got a little bit scared at first because I thought, oh, shit, Miley's changed. She's growing and she's different. Um, But obviously I... You know, she didn't have long fake nails anymore, so I got rid of mine as well. Um, But (laughs) see see that? Yeah, that's like... So interesting to me. I mean, that I suppose is just fashion, really. Like really? everyone goes, "Oh, no one's wearing this anymore." I'm not wearing this, and yeah. I get that. But but yeah, specifically on one person, you're modelling your behaviour off one person in a way. Um, and then at that point, that album for me is very much. There's a lot of love songs, and I listened to that album so much. And at the same time, I had just met Palmer and started falling in love with him, and. I co-mingle the feelings of falling in love with that album. And so I listen to that album ever since then, every day I listen to that album. 
crazy. It's a really big part of my life. So by this point, Miley is solidified in my life. Um, I get a tattoo that's like, you know, in Miley we trust. Like she's everything to me. Everyone knows that I love Miley. And then she goes off the radar, right? She disappears from society, blocks everything on social media. And it's, I didn't know where she'd gone. She was gone from my life for a really long time. And then she finally comes out with a new album and says it's going to be a country album. And I can't tell you the stress (laughs) that I felt at that moment in time because I don't like country music. And I thought, crap, I've invested so much in this person and now she's going to change and she's not going to be the same Miley that I always thought she was. She was. I love the album. It's still. I can't decide which one's my favourite, but it is really stressful. I don't think people understand the stress that you feel when you do stand someone because you really do build and shape your identity, your life around this person. Mm. And, yes, what you're saying is that it is difficult sometimes because you, you're blinded almost to everything bad that they do. You don't want to hear about it. You only can see how much you love them and they can do no wrong and you want everyone to know about it. Yeah. And then it's stressful because you don't want to ever see them fail. Yeah, I yeah. Wow. That's like that's amazing and mm. so full on. But you said about the um her going to country music like that was like such a big deal and stuff because mm. you don't like country music and all that. But what about when they do something worse? Like for example, oh, well, like look, Miley I, Miley has cultural appropriated yeah. and and like I'll say I I'm not saying that that's Oh my God. I don't know how to put this. Like I believe that you can learn and grow and mm. all of that sort yeah. of stuff and that that shouldn't – like I'm so anti-cancer culture. Oh, cancer culture is Not the so anti – I mean if you're a real dickhead or mm. fine, whatever. But like, um, yeah, how did you feel when – what are you? What about those well, things? Yeah, like I, how do you deal with that? A hundred percent. But at the same time, like one, Miley has – apologized. And I think as well, this, the cultural appropriation discussion has happened later after Mm. that stuff has happened. And obviously she's realized like I've done the wrong thing. And Mm. I too have probably Mm. done cultural appropriation. I think that so many of us have, and now we've taken a step back to be like, oh shit. And we can't exactly, this is the thing that I have a problem with cancel culture because we will drape, like bring up something from 10 years ago that someone's done yeah. and been like, that's wrong and judge them from today's views. But at that time it was kind of okay. Yeah. Not okay, but it wasn't considered terrible. And I'm not, well, it's, it's not even what it was considered. It was like the person um, did it. Know. Like, well, the knowledge wasn't there exactly. or whatever. I suppose it's just like the impulse to cancel people can, is yeah. like its own form of toxicity, I mean, isn't it? Don't get me wrong. So, I have yeah. had to live through the Robin Thicke MTV performance Mm. like I had to stand her through that so I've had my trials and tribulations with Miley Mm. and that was not an easy time in my life but I got through it um but yeah no I think if you're gonna stand someone like for me Miley I've been lucky in the sense that her values are very aligned with mine in Mm. the sense that she's vegan um you know she uses her platform for good like she her feminist she's very feminism like very big on feminism (laughs) and it's her feminism is completely intersectional. So there is so much about her that I do align with. So I don't see me cancelling her anytime soon. And, yes, things that she's done. But would you cancel or you just wouldn't stand her? See, I'm always interested about this, like, transition of going from, you know. Oh, like like at one point. Like, I, I, I mean, I would have thought at some point in my life that I would have stopped standing her. 
Mm. I mean, she's just come out with a new album. She is coming and I was, again, very nervous. And the first time that I did hear it, which was a live recording of one of the songs, I thought, oh, fuck me, this is not going to be good. But then, you know, the album came out and it was awesome. But it is a very stressful time because you – really don't want them to fail. You want them to be good. You want everyone to love it. And you're excited. Like while you are really excited about something new coming from them, you're also really stressed. Am I not going to like this? How am I going to feel? Is this going to change the way that I feel about them? I feel like the thing that like makes me a little bit uncomfortable is that (laughs) I feel like there's parallels of living vicariously through them in a way that I've seen dance moms live through their kids sort of thing. Right. And I'm, I just worry, like, is it healthy to be so dependent on, like, someone else? For example, I I love – like, if I was going to stand someone, mm. it would be my husband, right, because he – He doesn't know dog breeds. Yeah, I mean, stand he, oh. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, but, you know, I, I yeah. in a formal sort of declaration, I said, I am going to – Stan, I'm going to be your number one fan. Yeah, you married in life, life, right? Pretty pretty impressive. And even then, (laughs) (laughs) no, but I don't, I think that it would be so unhealthy to rely on my husband for everything. There are Mm. other relationships in my life that I have to have. In order mm. to have a good relationship with my husband. I but I mean, never- obviously, Annie, I do have other relationships with people. Like, I mean, obviously, I have you and I have my husband. I don't want to tell you. <laughs> Miley. The- I don't oh, want to tell you in the hierarchy where you land with Miley. You don't want to hear the answer to that. But no, I mean, the thing is, like, with Miley, I think she is one of the most important people in my life. A hundred percent. Oh, my I, God. It's so amazing. I, I, I'm not... <laughs> I, I'm trying to be yeah. I no, I am. It's not that I'm trying I am respectful of it. Yeah. I just find it be. I just cannot mm. like the only thing is when you were saying, Oh, it got through me got me through a really hard time in my mm. life. The only thing I can think of like that for me was the Harry Potter audiobooks. <laughs> right, okay. I love them, right? That got you through. And then I still don't think like uh, I definitely don't stand J.K. Rowling because, um, you know, there's been some transphobia on her Twitter and all okay. that stuff, and I'm like, nah. Mm. And there's, um, I don't know, like I, I, I don't think I, it's standing though. I'm like, oh no. yeah, I'm a really big fan, and I it helped me get through. I think through. if you're a stan at some point though, people will be able to recognise that you're a stan. So yeah. if I can't look at you and be like oh, well, obviously you love this person so much, then I don't think you are a stanner. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, no, I mean. Could you help me find someone to stand? I feel like I yeah. need it. It sounds like it's actually but helpful But it is really you. helpful. I mean, like, and now, though, I mean, I have videos that I go to of mm. Miley that I watch if I'm feeling down and they bring me back up. I've, I'll cry. I'll watch film clips of her and cry. Like, there's this one film clip that, does bring me to tears and I watch it over and over. And Just it, like the the love for her. Yeah, the love, her. yeah. And and I think as well, like Jesus. when Miley got married, yeah, it really did yeah. mean a lot to me because specifically because at the time that she had broken up with Liam was the time that I had broken up with my partner and we were both going through it together with the Bangers album. And then, you know, I got married and I was – and she at that time – 
that I was getting married, she just got back with Liam. Like I was like, yes, we're on the same yeah. page. And now she's married and I'm just so happy that she's come full circle and I've been there for her this whole time. And but, okay, wait, <laughs> I'm just going to hold you up. There's yeah. a lot of we went through this. Yeah. Tour, we went wait, through that's this how tour. it feels. She, has, she doesn't know you though. Uh, that's completely bullshit. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. She doesn't know me personally, but her fans have gotten her through it and I'm one of those people. And it's 100% the okay. same thing. So I think that's a, a thing like stands mean a lot to the fans as well. I feel and like I mean, it's I don't like, have, like, I, I'm not uh, going to say that I have stands. I don't think I do. But, I mean, you were with me when someone said to me that I helped help them through depression. Someone mm-hmm. came up to me at a bar and was like, you helped me get over my depression. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't think that that person's standing me. But to hear that and be like, wow, yeah. that's so great that I helped you. And knowing that I have helped someone in that way means the world to me. Mm-hmm. And that is how... Me loving Miley, I do that for her, even though she. Are you getting teary? I am getting teary. Oh my god! Yeah, but it's. I true. love this. This is so cute, <laughs> gorgeous. She's just. Do you feel me. you like in a polygamous relationship where Miley is the queen, and then all of you fans are? Well, we're do you called know what I mean? Smilers. Like Miley's fans are called oh. Smilers. Yeah. Do you feel weird that you're sort of in com- like not competition, but you are? No, I don't feel in competition. I The thing I think I get most angry about with the Smilers is that they will, particularly this Harass. happened. Sorry? Harass? <laughs> no, around the time, no, Miley's fans are pretty good with harassing, but around the time that, um, so when Miley obviously did um, Bangers and went to Dead Pets album, she threw away, she really destroyed her Hannah Montana image, which in my opinion she had to do because- People were always just going to see her as Hannah Montana. So she literally had to kill that image and go really ham and be like, I'm not that girl anymore. Uh, And then she came out with Younger Now, which is, you know, her country album and it's really wholesome and people started coming back to her and the fans were like, hey, if you weren't here for bangers, then don't you don't deserve her at Younger Now. And I'm like, no, if anyone wants to jump on the Miley bandwagon at any point, I'm there for it. And I don't think that anyone should be – you don't have to stand 24-7 – you can come back, yeah. I think. So, yeah, that's the only thing I would say. Like, I mean, I've obviously been through it with all, all of it, but I don't think that I'm going to. Is standing, like, part of standing, is it acknowledging also that they're human or are you yeah, putting them on? Because I don't know if everyone feels that way, B. I think that some people put them on a pedestal where they're almost an angelic, supernatural, not even human-like figure to them. Yeah. Where I think... It would be really good to stand someone if you weren't, you know, um, demanding moral like perfection and ideological purity and, you know, yeah, like all of that sort of stuff. If if you can, if you can reconcile that they're going to make mistakes, yeah, and the rest yeah. you still love. I can see that how you could do it. But I, I think the thing for me that I worry about is that people fall in love with these people and then it's that whole love is blind sort of. Um, yeah, like that's, that's an interesting point. I was reading an article on Vice written by George Griffiths um, and it's called The Trials and Tribulations of Standing a Failure. 
And he fail. He stand. Natalia kills, and I don't know if you know who that is. No. I actually didn't know who she was until it got down in the article, and I was like, "Ah, oh, yep, 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 I know that girl." So Natalia was on New Zealand X Factor. Um, I didn't even know that she was a singer. I didn't know who she was, but I 100% know yeah. who she is from that video. And this video went viral. So what was in the video? She's a judge, and she, for what I can remember, the person who was auditioning, in her opinion whether they did it or not, ripped off something that her husband had done. Oh. And she went crazy at them and was like, you know, you're yeah. taking their yeah. creativity and like, you know, get your own life kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, and it went viral. And the person writing the article was just saying how difficult it was because very much like me in the sense that they have stand Natalia so much like I've stand Miley. Uh, and then for this to happen, it was – gut-wrenching and almost to the point because he'd shaped who he was as a person around this woman and then for this to happen and everyone knows everyone knows like if something if something happens with Miley everyone right my dms get blown up about it because people want to know my opinion how do I feel about it and yeah it is stressful and and in his opinion he's saying you know it it was like losing part of his identity when this happened and he was like, how could this, like it, her failure is also directly his own failure. And yeah. that is really stressful. And I, that's why standing can be difficult for as much as I get from Miley. And luckily it hasn't happened yet to the point where I've had to, you know, reassess my standing uh, stance. Um, it is a stressful time. And, and so does that guy still stand her then? No, actually he said, um, He said in the article, I sometimes still think about Natalia Kills. That makes it sound like she's dead, which she isn't. Uh, She's still around, but she dropped her – oh, but she's still around. Sorry. But, yeah, he's saying he still thinks about her, but no, she's not. She's not who I stand. Wow. And and it is – it's just like yeah. a divorce of your stand. It kind of is. Yeah. And I've never had that happen, but yeah, it's it's interesting. And I just I don't understand so much about why we do stand. Mm. But I can see, I mean, as someone that is a full fully fledged stand, I can't really explain why I do it. Yeah. But I do have all of my eggs in that one basket. I I, I have a lot of respect um for it um particularly as someone that was involved with a football club. I mean, I wasn't involved. Uh, you know, I was involved. You were um, involved. Oh, well, I didn't, you know, I didn't work there, but m- my husband playing for an AFL football club, mm. there are people that stand and um, all fans matter. Like without fans, there is no jobs. <laughs> like exactly. The, 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 they, the players, they, they literally just, there is no football or there is no singer in your yeah. case or whatever. No fans, nothing happens. Supply and demand, babe. Yeah, Of course. Um, but stands, I'd argue even more that stands that – one percent or whatever it is mm. is so much more important than that ninety nine percent. Not full respect for all of the fans, but those stands are the ones wow. that uh, for the Bulldogs. Um, they're the ones that turn up, and they're the ones in the cheer squad. They're the ones that um, oh, will go even if it's freezing cold and absolutely raining. Yeah. no one else can be. No one else will trek into state. No one else will organise the banner. No, and then it really upsets me when just normal fans will have a go. They're like, "Oh gosh, our cheer squad's a bit weak," or, or whatever it is. Mm. I used to get not that they were every Bulldogs one is excellent, um, but. 
I used to get really annoyed. I'm like, oh my gosh, the amount of effort these people put in and they loved the club like family. In fact, they ended up sort of being family Mm. together, you know, as a group and the things that they would do and go out of their way. Like I remember um, going to the um, cheer squad and they used to organise other people to be able to go and support. So they used to have um, these elderly women that they would pick up and they would sit them in the cheer squad. Uh, like they would take them for an outing Aww. and they'd all sit up with their books, like writing the goals and, the, you know, the score, um, scores in their little books. But when the, Sorry, um, they write the score. Yeah, because that's how oh you used God, to do it the old-fashioned way. Oh, my God, so cute. Yeah, yeah. And then when the ball would come in, to, the, to have a goal, the um, cheer squad would all cover these old ladies so they didn't get knocked out, oh, you know. Really and it was so sweet. That that good thing wouldn't happen without Stan. Without Stan. It doesn't happen. So mm. I, And if you think about the Beatles and you think about One Direction and all this and, and I think even Harry Styles said it once about, you know, people laughing at teenage girls and whatever – but these stands, without stands, then they just don't exist. These exactly. things don't don't ever get to be the phenomenon that, that they, they do are, become. Yeah. Exactly. I think that's such a good point. We really do need the stands. I mean, I don't want to turn our own horn, but we would have stands for this podcast who have been and listened to every episode. And we only get to do that because we have those listeners that are like, I would never miss an episode. Instead of people that are just like, oh, yeah, I'll give it a listen here or there. We need those stands. We mm. love those people that – and you know, we know exactly who they are. We know who our, like, core listeners are mm. who are always there and giving us their opinion and really value them. We need them. Mm. And that's so important for someone to be – I mean, that's a, it's pretty hardcore to be like a stand, but it is so important and we do need them. And mm. it is – like, as I said, it is stressful and it does take up a lot of my time, but I'm happy to do it. And at one point, like, you know, if she comes to Australia. <laughs> oh, God. I don't – this is the thing because I don't know if I do want to meet her or not because they say never meet your heroes. Yeah. And it does stress me because at one point I think I will have the opportunity in my lifetime to meet her. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if I'm better off not meeting her. No, you – it'll be good if you ever meet her. I don't know Who how I'll behave. <laughs> like, I think I'll – <laughs> okay, Bianca, I'm going to have to call the podcast, um, <laughs> like say that it's over because this podcast is not going to stop unless I make it stop because oh, you're going to keep talking yeah, about I'm it. I'm sorry, I can't right, stop. I love stop. you. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs>
as a Miley fan that so many people. I'm just going to have to give you some audio snippets back of the episode that we recorded on Friday because I was listening to it before we sent it off mm. <laughs> for editing and – I love you so much, but fuck you sounded so desperate. Oh I love God. you. Oh no, I love you, but like you I don't think you can hear how much you <laughs> love nah, her. I think um you know how Miley sorry, I mean you don't know because you haven't seen it, but there's an episode of Black Mirror uh where Miley plays a character called Ashley O. And funny thing about this, by the way, Palmer was scrolling through Netflix and he goes, Oh, don't you reckon that girl sort of looks like Miley Cyrus? And I'm like, yeah, oh. it is Miley Cyrus. Oh, no. Yeah, I know. And he's like, oh, it just looks different because she's got a purple wig on. I'm like, yeah, like she's not someone that made her career out of playing a character that wore a wig. Like she did start as Hannah Montana, but no worries. Um, but, yeah, I watched that episode. And in the show it, there's a lot of similarities between Miley's career and, you know, Miley in real life and stuff. And in the episode there is this girl who's just obsessed with Ashley O and just like everything she does in her life, she's just staring at her and – the way that the girl is watching Ashley O on the show was the way that I was watching Miley on the episode of Black Mirror and I realised, oh, I am that girl and I am a super fan and, yeah, it's a bit much but oh. live with no regrets. I have none. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so real quick, um, what are your thoughts on the breakup? Look, I've been. it's been a very emotional day. Um, mm. You know, my mum called just to see how I was doing and if I was okay. <laughs> I... <laughs> I've had so many people reach out to me just like, I hope you're okay in this trying time. Um, that is what I wrote too. I screenshot <laughs> it and I sent it to you and I said, you all good? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah. you know, I, I had a chat to it with another of my friends who's another Miley fan, another Miley super fan, and we were discussing it. And I think the thing is with um, Miley <sighs> – there's a lot to unpack. So I love Miley. Oh. I love Miley and Liam's relationship, obviously. Okay. And the first time that Miley and Liam broke up, it was really awful for Miley. One, because she obviously really loved him. But this was around the time of the Bangers era, you know, Wrecking Ball album. She's, you know, naked on a Wrecking Ball. And people were like, that good, smart Liam leaving her. She's not worthy of being loved because she's like a dirty, slutty woman. That's the way it was. People really like saying that. Yeah, 100%. Uh, Well, I shouldn't be surprised. Yeah. So for Miley at that point, we like us, us, uh, the Smilers, Miley's fans, (laughs) we were all there for her and obviously. um, So we all could see how heartbroken she was. And then when Miley and Liam got back together, it was one, we were so happy for Miley, but I think it was also a a real win for us for the fact that Yes, see, you can still be, you know, a, I'm using air quotes here, slutty woman as like, you know, like, you know, just a Mm. woman that owns her sexuality. You can still do that and still have a respectable man love you. Like you're worthy of respect and you're worthy of love, which Mm. I think was like a huge win because Miley had not been seen that way. So for Miley and Liam getting back together, it was just so many beautiful things for us as her fans to see that because we could see that she was happy and we could also see that it was kind of like a win in that respect of, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, you thought that she was not worthy and now she is. Like she has has been this whole time but he's back. So I think for everyone, yeah, we – But is it, the prize isn't the man. No, no, it's not but I think it's more Just like – the way that people – the like, way, Yeah, it was kind of like a win for us to yeah, be like, yeah, see, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. fuck you society yeah, for yeah. saying that a woman can't be – sexually provocative yeah. and own her sexuality and, you know, mm, yeah. and, and as well particularly because Liam is a Hemsworth and they're seen as like, you know, good Aussie guys, like down to earth, like 
Like I remember when Miley and Liam got back together, there were so many articles of people just saying, what is he doing? Like he could do so much better. She's so like, you know, bullshit, complete bullshit. So I was really happy that Miley was back with Liam. Um, But today the amount of people that have been messaging me being like, oh, I'm so heartbroken, I'm so heartbroken. And at first I was a bit taken aback like, oh, shit, I can't believe Miley and Liam are breaking up. And, in fact, the first thing Palmer said when I told him was, great, so we're breaking up, are we? Because you, you yeah, mirror. Yeah, that's exactly that's- <laughs> what I thought too. I was like, you, Bianca was saying the other day mm. that everything she's been through, I've been mm. through too. And I was like, oh, my God, poor yeah. Palmer. It's about time that Palmer and I get a divorce, <laughs> I reckon. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I, at first I was kind of like, oh, fuck, what the fuck? No, because, you know, I think the thing is with celebrity relationships is that we we – we invest so much in celebrity relationships. Think of like Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively or um, Chrissy Teigen and John Legend. Everyone loves them because like they're like, oh, they're so cute together and stuff like that. And that's the same thing I think with Miley and Liam. And I think at first everyone's sort of like a bit taken aback and they don't want them to break up because they think, oh, well, if they can't make it, then I can't. But that's just too much pressure to put on someone. And I can't selfishly want Miley and Liam to stay together if Miley and Liam aren't happy. So I think that this time round, Miley's making the right decision. She's a smart woman. I trust her instincts and I think that she's happy. (laughs) So yeah, I, I was a bit taken aback at first, but I know that you know, and they've broken up before. I don't know that it's forever. You did say back to me you, when I said, um, what do you think? You're like, oh, they'll get back together. Yeah, I think they will. I mean, they've done this before. They got engaged and then broke up a little while after because I think, I don't know, it was a bit too much. And then they got married and they're broken up. But they'll get back together. Sounds tumultuous. I mean, yes, but it is Miley Cyrus. So, you know. Yeah, and that's why you'll like her. That's why, yeah. (laughs) But no, it's been a – I mean, you had spoken in the episode that we recorded on Friday about how it was too much pressure to put on someone Mm. um, to be a quote-unquote stan. And I realised that today, yeah, for the first time I kind of realised that because maybe I do put all of my eggs in Miley's basket, but and I still do. But I don't think that their relationship is any of – I don't need them to be together. Yeah. That's not for me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because I know that Anna Faris and yeah. Chris Pratt broke up and they had said that the public they, loving their relationship ruined it for them. Yeah. and oh, But also didn't they um, stay together for longer or something yeah. trying to push through when yeah. they knew it was over? And that I think though, mm. like, I mean, I am surprised – I must say I am surprised because Miley and Liam really do love each other. The way that they look at each other. I don't get it. I don't know what's yeah. going on. At first but I just did, didn't Isn't it. this like a bit of a wake-up call as well that you don't really know them? You don't really know them. Like I know you think you know them, but you don't really know them. I know that's really hard. Fuck, I feel really bad now the way that you're looking at me. But do you know what I mean? Like don't you think, oh, well, they broke up totally blindsided by that, did not see that coming. Okay, I I really don't know what's going on in their relationship. Yeah, maybe. Oh, my God, <laughs> Bianca. Are you – I feel so sick. Are you crying? Yeah. Oh, my God, you're crying. <laughs> I, that wasn't no. – that was on – that was like taking a bullet. <laughs> oh, my 
Yeah. I'm so sorry. Are I you never serious? thought of it that way. I, I honestly, I'm no, strained. that's totally okay. Oh my god, <laughs> I don't know what to say. No, I mean maybe was I, that really harsh? Shit, fuck. I'm so sorry. No, I didn't I think, mean it. Like no, that. no, no, no. Oh my god, I feel so sorry. No, I think it's just been an emotional day. Um, yeah, I mean maybe I don't know her that well. Yeah, but yeah, I thought. I did. <laughs> oh my god! To be fair, I've had you know <clears throat> friends that have broken up, and I didn't know that it was coming. And I would say yeah. that I knew them pretty well. Yes, so, you know it's yeah. Okay, I'm trying really hard. I'm I sorry need- that I hurt your feelings. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go home. <laughs> okay, all right. I think no. we'll end it there. I think that I think that mm. it was pretty lovely of you to come around and record a na- na- Yeah, uh, and now I'm gonna go home. Oh, my God. Are you actually? Yeah, no, I'll be all right. I'll gather my thoughts. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, that's just what happens when you're a stan. So there you go. Oh We've God. come full this circle. This is amazing. I feel like I've done an investigative podcast. Yeah. yeah. Like I've been all oh, journalist. Yeah. And I've on done- me. <laughs> and you've just used me. As the, yeah. Not a guinea pig. No, we don't say to yeah. But the test subject. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Well, I love you. I'm, I'm going to turn it off now because I'll come around and hug you. Okay. Bye. Bye.